0: We are back with a brand new episode now. I this is the third time recording this specific episode First time I did it. I was sick So it just sounded it was just a didn't sound the best and then the second time that I recorded I don't know what happened, but the audio just completely did not work It just sounded muffled and I again that one didn't work. So I had to trash the first two tries of this specific episode so today we are doing it for the third time. Hopefully, the third times ago. go. But I feel like now thinking back, I feel like that was just God working because I feel like He's been working in my heart and on my mind these last couple of days, specifically these last this I would say like this, these last two weeks. And although I thought the first two, the first two times I recorded this, it was great. I think that this time around, it's going to come out differently. And I do pray before I I hit the record button and I ask him to please deliver the message through me because although it's my story, I still want this story to be used for his will. And so here we are for a third time and I just want to welcome you all back to the Conscious Body Podcast with me, Jackie Sanchez. And today's topic is going to be about Instagram. Why I even have an Instagram, why I started on Instagram, why I'm still on Instagram. Should I delete Instagram? And what I, did I say what I think about Instagram? Well, I think you guys get it. Today is going to be all about Instagram. So we're going to dive right into today's topic. I still remember when I started my Instagram page. I was in high school. I was in yearbook. I didn't last in yearbook very long. And the girls there, some of my friends were showing me this new app with cool filters. So I remember downloading the app and I just made whatever name up I could think of just because I wanted to use it for the filter purposes. I never thought that I'd be actually using the app for anything other than that. So I just put my name. It's Jackie underscore quick to the point. I just wanted the filters. And then that was it. That was really why I started my Instagram. And this is like back in 20, this is back in 2012 when Instagram was not really a thing. I don't think that. Aside from, like, I remember Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner on Instagram. I don't remember people on there. It was just starting. So anyways, that's how I first got on the app. And then because of these two women that I just mentioned, Kylie and Kendall, I remember seeing their posts, and they would post these beautiful pictures, right? Like the lighting was nice, their outfits were nice. And there was something about that that really caught my attention. And at some point, I started posting pictures, too more people were getting on Instagram, and I just thought it was a cool way to share pictures. Now, on my Instagram, which is the current Instagram that I have now, I started posting a lot of myself, obviously selfies. That's kind of what Instagram was for and still is for. But for me, it was like a new opportunity, as it is for a lot of us. It was a space where where I could show up and show myself as I wanted to because prior to that moment, I always felt like I wasn't pretty enough, or skinny enough, or anything enough. And now here I had this app where I chose what I wanted to upload, what kind of picture, how I wanted to be seen. So I remember specifically liking that side of Instagram and wanting to be like Kylie and Kendall. I must admit, that was one of the things that sparked an interest as to, hey, I can also post pretty pictures like that. So that's really how I started my Instagram. But I was still dealing with a lot of body image issues and weight loss struggles or just weight struggles. But I wasn't talking about that on my page. I wasn't vulnerable like that. I didn't want to let people into to see my struggles, so my Instagram was obviously like just the pretty stuff, like the pretty views and the pretty vacation and the pretty this and the pretty that. And keep in mind too, I was also young and I did not really understand what vulnerability does. If anything, I grew up ashamed. I didn't want people to know my my deepest secret was that I struggled with weight and body image and I lived in this shell, I was shelled in my body. At some point, I don't know how I ended up on Tumblr, but on Tumblr, I came across different communities of health and fitness and just losing weight and even like anorexia. And those are other stories that I'll tell in the future. But it inspired me to create a secret Instagram where I would share my weight loss journey and nobody would know who I was. So I created a second page, a second Instagram, and it was called Thin by Senior Year. So I created it while I was still in high school. And the name was because I wanted to be thin by senior year. And I remember that. Specific page. I never showed my face. It was only my body. I didn't want people to know who I was I never used my real name. It was just a it was a cover-up, right But I could never I would have died if anyone ever like found that or if anyone on my I wouldn't even post it on my actual Instagram. So yeah, I kept it anonymous for a lot of years. I still have that page I've changed the name. So if you guys go look up them by senior year, it's non-existent Sorry, but I still have the page and every now and then maybe like once a year, I'll go in there and I'll log in and I'll just go back to my post. And it's kind of heartbreaking to see how much that version of me really struggled with weight and body image. And at the time we didn't have a lot of these movements that we have today when it comes to education on accepting your body or or body love at any size and all these different things that we've gone through now, right, as a society that didn't exist. So I struggled a lot. So I kept that Instagram up for a while and at some point, it felt like I was living a double life. I was still having my Instagram, the Jackie underscore, which is where you guys can find me now. And then I had the secret one, then by senior year. And I remember just, again, feeling like I was living a double life, but I didn't know what to do about it because, like I mentioned earlier, I would die if people even found that I was struggling with any of this stuff. Shortly after that, I think this is one of, the, like, God's miracles, right? I don't know how. We're moving on to Facebook now. I had a friend on Facebook named Vanessa, Vanessa Garcia. She is a health coach and personal trainer in the area where I live. And I don't know how Vanessa and I ended up being friends. And I also don't remember who messaged who first, but maybe I reached out. Maybe she reached out and invited me to one of her classes because she was doing some fitness classes. And I ended up showing up, and I loved it. I loved her classes, and I loved her coaching style. And that was the first time that I had met a coach that really valued mind, body, and spirit. The reason why I'm telling this story is because Vanessa had a conversation with me. She made it so easy for me to communicate with her how I felt, and I told her I hated my legs. I've always hated my legs. My legs, they were so big that everybody was just staring at them. I didn't want to walk from class to class because I felt like people were staring at my big legs. I used to put my binder in front of them. And I was just, I was just a mess when it came to my legs. That was my biggest insecurity, especially because this kid in sixth grade told me I had big legs. That just did it right. It just stuck with me forever. So Vanessa, very kindly, she just asked questions. She, she related, she understood. And she said to me, well, what if I told you that it's okay? What if I told you that it's okay to not like where you are? What if I told you that it's okay to embrace where you are? And that kind of sat with me, and then the next thing she told me was, look, you don't have to do this, but I encourage you to take a picture and post it on your Instagram. Basically show up and say, hey world, this is me. This is what, I'm, what I struggle with, and I know that it's okay and that I'm going to be okay. And That was a big deal. Remember, my Instagram only had pretty stuff. Everything was perfect. There was no vulnerability on that page whatsoever. Vanessa told me that and I didn't do it right away. I thought about it. I thought about it, I thought about it, and maybe like a week or two later, I said, you know what? I am tired of living this double life. I feel like I don't want to hide from friends and family anymore. I don't want to keep it a secret that I'm trying to get healthy or that I'm trying to lose weight. So I did what Vanessa said. I took a picture, I took a selfie, I posted it on Instagram and it was such a relief to be able to come out and say, hey you guys, this is my struggle. I've been struggling with this for years and I know that it's okay and I'm going to be okay, but this is, this is who I am. And the amount of people that were able to relate, the amount of women that reached out did something to me and it moved me in a different way. And it really did make me realize that I was not the only one struggling with that. And that's really what encouraged me to continue to really share my journey on my Instagram story, on my Instagram the other page that I had the within my senior year, I finally revealed who I was. So dramatic, right? I said, hey, guys, this is me. Actually, I posted a probably posted a selfie. I don't know. I could probably go back and check. But I said, this is who I am. This is my name. This is my real identity. You guys can go follow me on this Instagram, which is now at it's Jackie underscore. You guys can come uh, follow me there. And moving on, like moving forward from this point on, we're not going to be using this page. And I explained to them how I had felt like I was living this double life. I didn't delete the other one. I just left it, decided to not sign into that one anymore. And I brought my journey to at Jackie underscore. And that was a whole whirlwind of emotions and the journey over the years. Keep in mind that at the time when I met Vanessa, I think I had lost some weight. I was always going back and forth, losing, gaining, losing, gaining. So I had lost some weight. By the time 2015 came around, I know that I had been the biggest I had ever been. I was close to 200 pounds and I was tired. I was honestly exhausted. I had spent the last couple of years just dieting and trying to lose weight and I just felt exhausted. Nothing was working anymore. And at this point, I said to myself, you know what, Jackie? You've never just relaxed in your body, you've never lived your life without a worry that you're too fat or that you're this or that you're that. You've never done that. So in 2015, I allowed myself to just let go of everything that I had been doing for years, which was the dieting. Every diet you guys can think of, I tried. So just letting go of that and really relaxing in my body, like sitting in my body, allowing my myself to just connect with my body. That was the first time that I had ever done that. And keep in mind, I said I was the biggest I had ever been, but I felt the most free I had ever felt. I had taken off all these restrictions and all these ideas of what I had to do and who I had to be. And at the time, Instagram was also very new with women sharing that part of their journey. Like, hey, this is my size and it's okay. Like, I'm going to be this size and I'm going to embrace where I'm at. So I remember that playing a huge role in my life. I stayed in that space for a while, but I knew that I was not meant to stay there because I wanted to feel comfortable in my body. I didn't want my stomach getting in the way. I wanted to be able to feel light and run and sprint and just do all these things because I genuinely like I loved the gym. I loved going to work out. I loved all these things that involved moving my body and it just wasn't comfortable at almost 200 pounds. So I knew ultimately that's not where I was going to finish life. That's not how I was going to stay. My body was not going to stay there. And it was at that point that I knew that I wanted to embark on a health journey, but this time I wanted to make it different. I didn't want to make it like all the other times that I went on a health journey. I wanted to come from a place of appreciation for my body instead of hate because every time that I tried changing my body in the past, it was because I hated it. I hated how I looked. And now... I had found a whole new appreciation towards my body and I wanted to be healthy for that. But I also remember that I didn't want to start in 2016, so the new year, right? Because I knew that's when everybody was going to go back to the gym and do X, Y, Z, like they were going to be fit and I didn't want to be like everybody else. So I, I remember looking for gyms in my area. I finally found a gym. I started in December. And I didn't really like that gym. So shortly after that, I found a new one, perfect, just in time for January. They were running a, a I think like an eight-week weight loss challenge, ended up joining that. And so I got to share that part of my journey next on my Instagram. A little recap. I started sharing just pretty pictures and then I finally got tired of that. I wanted to be real and relatable because that was not my real life. I shifted into sharing myself, embracing where I was at almost 200 pounds, appreciating my body, but again, I knew that I was not meant to stay there. I began sharing the next phase of my journey, which was losing weight from a place of appreciation, which back then wasn't really a thing. It was either, there was two extremes. You were either eating whatever you wanted and not working out at all, and it just didn't matter. I think the hashtags then were like... Health at any size or gaining weight is cool. Whatever it be, right? So that was that. But then there was also the extreme of, hey, you're eating chicken and broccoli six times a week, six times a week, six times a day, every week, every day. And the other extreme was you're eating chicken and broccoli every single day, multiple times a day, you're getting your protein and you're working out. So there was two extremes. And I was very confused because I didn't want to be one or the other. I just wanted to live now, looking back, a balanced lifestyle. So I started to share that on my Instagram. That's what my Instagram really became about, is sharing my health journey. And it was fun because I got to connect with a lot of women who were also on a similar journey and similar struggles. And knowing that I was not alone was so helpful. Now, Instagram can be a double-edged sword. I, although I have started posting out of good intentions You cannot deny that Instagram likes, Instagram comments, Instagram engagement does something to people. Whether you realize it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, when you see engagement on a photo, it's validation. So at some point, I remember just posting just because. Posting because, hey, someone's going to engage with this. Hey, someone's going to leave a nice comment. Especially because of how I grew up really hating myself, thinking I was not pretty, thinking I was not enough, thinking all these like just negative things about myself. So Instagram was was soothing, and that's really what enabled me to continue to share my journey. And again, not just that, but I also liked relating to people, but at my very core, I just knew that sometimes it didn't feel right, and that's why I struggled a lot with Instagram. For a while, it was fun, right? I was sharing my journey, I was sharing this and all these awesome things, but then I would struggle because I didn't want to post just to post to me that never really made sense. I never really want I never wanted to post just to say hey, today I made an Instagram post. When I was posting something, I wanted to add value to the person who was watch, watching my story, watching my Instagram video or, or looking at my post. I wanted to add value. So there was a lot of back and forth between me posting and not wanting to post, and I've had a lot of ups and downs with Instagram. I know that at some point I disabled my Instagram. This was like back in, again, I think it was 2016. Disabled it for a while, came back. It was always this love-hate thing. I also know that I was huge on comparing myself to other people. In 2016, I was working out three times a day. I was eating the same eight foods like in the same week, just the same eight foods that I was allowed to eat. And I could not understand why if I was working so hard, I was working at 5 a.m., 8 a.m., and again right before bed, and I was trying so hard to hit my goal body, and I would look at this one specific girl on Instagram, I won't mention her name, but I thought she was perfect, and I wanted to look just like her. But for me, when I would look at her, I thought it was just so effortless. Like I was over here killing myself, and then she just had that body just like that. Now mind you, I don't know what she did for that body, right? Maybe she did work out three times a day, but I know that I was unhappy and I was miserable and that lifestyle was not for me. So there were times in my journey where Instagram was very toxic for me. It was not good for my mental health and I would have to get off. Now I have the foundation of what I know I want to allow to consume me or not consume me. So there's very fine boundaries that I had. and. Because we're talking about Instagram, I had a call, a group coaching call with some of my girls last two weeks ago. We had a call and that was a topic was Instagram. Should I delete my Instagram? Because I go on there and I just feel I, I don't like how I feel. You could, you could delete your Instagram or you can also disable it for a couple of weeks or just delete the app from your phone. One of the biggest things that I recommend doing, which is what I did, is I cleaned up my Instagram. Anything that I felt made me unhappy or made me feel like I was comparing, I unfollowed because it was not worth it for me. Here I am killing myself at the gym only to go on Instagram to feel like, wow, I'm still not doing enough. And side note, I was literally killing myself. I ended up in the hospital after doing that for a couple of weeks, but I didn't care because I was going to look like these Instagram girls. And looking back now, I know that there was not much wisdom there, but I didn't know better. I didn't know better. And there was a lot of childhood and younger me traumas that I was trying to fix with fitness and fix with my body looking a certain way. And, and just things that I believe that I would get if I had the perfect body, which now I know that that's not true. And back to Instagram, Instagram will show you many things. It'll show you many people, many highlight reels. Hopefully people are also showing their lows, but you want to make sure that you are, when you are looking at these posts at these pages, you want to have the goggles on, the goggles of discernment. And don't let things get to you. Don't let, don't be fooled by what you see because somebody can be posting a pretty picture or even a picture where they're saying that they're being vulnerable. I remember these specific posts would kind of get to me. It was the women uh, who were preaching body positivity and they were they're posting the type of post where everything is just like really hanging out. Like it's just, they're being raw. They're being vulnerable. And maybe who knows, maybe they were genuinely happy, but I would read their captions and I would look at their facial expression. And to me, that didn't match, but I was being observant, right? Of what I was consuming. And I was being mindful of not falling into that trap because it can be confusing. It can be confusing as to, Hey, maybe I should just not care and be that person. Or maybe I should just really care and be at the gym all the time. We gotta find that balance. So when it comes to Instagram, I started it out out of good intentions and then it kinda, it kinda got to me, not, not that I was having bad intentions with Instagram, I've always wanted to help people and I always wanted to give a positive message and helpful message, hopefully that's what I'm doing. But on the other side, it was affecting me in ways that I wasn't even really aware of. I was comparing a lot, to again unfollow all of those, and I was doing things that were unhealthy just because I wanted to fit the quote-unquote Instagram look. Fast forward to present day, my relationship with social media in the last three, four years is completely, completely different. I, Ever since I cleansed my Instagram, I do it every now and then. I make sure I go in there just to just to know that I'm not following accounts that are not going to serve me at a higher purpose. And even myself, although I don't show up on there like I used to all the time, I used to show up almost daily. Now, if I'm not called to show up, I'm not going to show up because I'm not going to fake a post or just do it for engagement or just do it so I don't get forgotten. That doesn't really roll with me. I don't really like that. But when I do show up, it's out of intention, it's out of mindfulness. And even with that, I struggle because it's something that I mentioned in a previous episode is what value is this picture of me going to add to people? What am I saying or what am I doing? Because again, it can be a double-edged sword. I thought about what if I'm actually hurting people more instead of helping them? Because what if they're comparing to me, what if they're comparing themselves to me the way that I was comparing myself to these other women? And that's something that I never want to happen because we're all on this journey of, I mean, I'm not perfect. I have a long, like, Lord knows I've have, I have things that I'm working with, working on and working through. Nobody's perfect. And I don't want images to fool people. And that's another reason why I'm on this podcast, why this podcast exists, because I want you to hear it from me. I want you to hear my voice. I don't want you to just see a picture and assume things because pictures can be deceiving. Instagram does not have to be a bad place. I've actually learned a lot of awesome things on Instagram. I've made awesome friends. I've even had awesome clients. I would say that 99.9% of my clients come from Instagram. And that is a blessing that, like Thank you, Jesus, because I've, I've come across the most amazing, most wonderful, blessed women that I could have ever, I would have never met if it wasn't for Instagram. As a matter of fact, I had one of those clients come down and visit me last week, and it's amazing what the power of social media can do, but we have to remember to use it for good. We have to remember to be mindful of what we are consuming and what we are letting that do to us because everything is in the renewing of the mind. You have to renew your mind. You can't let these spirits, all these personalities, all these things come at you because it's a lot. Especially as women, we only have so much emotional capacity in a day. And sometimes that emotional capacity is taken by the people in our lives, in real life, in person. And then you add all these personalities, all these things on social media, and it could be a mess. And that's why we find ourselves in these, these spaces of mental health, in these spaces of depression, anxiety, all these different things, right? It's all connected. So I want to encourage you after today's episode to really go into your Instagram and see who you're following. What are they speaking into your life? Because although they are not using words, they are speaking something into your life. Is it wisdom? Are they adding value? You may not realize it, but these people... These pages you follow have a lot of power over you. And even if it's not consciously, subconsciously, a lot of stuff is happening. And you'd be surprised how we can just sleepwalk through all of this and not realize what it's doing to us. We're unhappy, we're depressed, we're all these things, but we may not even realize where it's coming from and it can't be coming from social media. So after today, just be mindful. Again, go in there, clean up your Instagram. If you need to delete that for a while, delete it. It's okay. People are still going to be there. We're still going to be there when you come back. You're not going to miss out on anything. You're going to be okay. If it's for your mental health, for your own well-being, for your spiritual well-being, for your physical well-being, and you need to take a if you need to take a break, that's okay. There's nothing wrong for not being on social media. And that's another thing that I think we forget is that since we are on social media, we assume that everyone is on social media. And I can guarantee you that there is a lot of people There's a whole world out there, not on social media. But again, because we are on there, we assume that everyone else is on there. Pictures can be deceiving. Something that I mentioned to my girls is that it's easier to post a picture of a purse. It's easy to post a picture of shoes. And I'm talking like name brands, super expensive, $4,000 purse. It's easy to post that in a car and show off and say, hey, I bought this. And I get it. Like some of us work hard, right? And we want to show those things off. But it's never the same when it comes to using your voice. You don't really go around saying, hey, I bought this $4,000 purse. Hey, I bought this $4,000 purse. It just sounds weird. Even on a podcast, right? I'm not going to come on here and say, hey, y'all, I just bought a $4,000 purse. It just doesn't sound right. To me, it doesn't sound right. But it's easy to post a picture. Like, hey, snapshot, post on Instagram, you're seeing what I bought. Without me telling you with actual words and my actual voice, you're seeing it. Think about that form of communication. Think about that form of processing information and really think about if this is a blessing or a curse over your life. What is it adding more value or more anxiety, more depression, more anxiousness? Something to consider. Social media, social media is not all what you think it is. There's a good side to it. There's also a bad side to it. And it's up to us to be well educated and have a strong foundation so that when we do come across things that kind of want to knock us over, we can catch it. So we can say, hey, I know better. I know about this kind of post. We have that foundation. We have the awareness. We have the wisdom. So tonight... That's the homework. Go on your Instagram, clean up anything that doesn't serve you. Make sure you're surrounded by good things, both in your life, on your social media, in person, online. And I will catch you on next week's episode.